Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. Some of the best advice I ever got was from my sister-in-law. And she goes, it doesn't ever get easier, but you get better at dealing with it. And Liz. The people who are like, this is foot, this is the NFL, not Taylor Swift's time to shine, blah, 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 blah. Like the people who are so nasty and negative about it, if you just come to the other side, it's a lot happier. Your mom time off starts now. Welcome back to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. And we are coming at you with the jankiest remote setup possible. So sorry. So I, I truly apologize for this audio experience. We are in Arizona and we like are recording through this app in separate rooms with like iPhone microphones, like headsets. Um, yeah. Because that's the best we could do because we could not bring all of our equipment to Arizona and we couldn't record a podcast before we left. So we thought this was potentially a better alternative than just not coming out with an episode. Well, I wouldn't have done it, but I saw a couple of people in the Carpool Facebook page comment being like, I'd rather just have an episode with bad quality than not an episode at all. Well, there you go. And I think every once in a while that's fine. But here, the good news is I'm done traveling. Yeah. I cannot believe I just did this travel marathon and I haven't enjoyed it, to be honest. No, it's been it's been way too much. And that's a lesson learned to never book this much travel in a short amount of time again. Yeah. And, you know, the trips were also different. Like one was very much a work trip with you. One was a fun trip slash work trip with Tyler. And one was a family vacation. So, you know, they should have all been fun and enjoyable in their own ways. And instead they were all miserable for me in their own ways. Um, yeah. Not that they, not that so they didn't have like let's fun. Let's into that. Not that they didn't have like fun parts, but, you know, we had a really bad travel time coming to Montana. And then the trip to Montana was beautiful and fine, but it was, when I say a work trip, like it was, we were working from sunup to sundown. Yeah. Um, Vegas, I guess I haven't told people about Vegas. Vegas was fun. It was three nights though. And any, one thing about Vegas is you're, you're only supposed to stay for two nights because three nights will kick the crap out of you. And we yeah. had to stay for three because I had to be at an event on Thursday and I had to speak on Saturday. Yep. So, but besides that, it was fun. I will say the thing about Vegas is like Tyler and I just did it wrong. And well, not, we didn't necessarily do it wrong, but Vegas is just, there's an art to it. I'll say that. Okay. Like, well, what'd you do so wrong? Well, there's, it's sometimes hard to find your next meal because there's not, you have to walk to everything or you can take cabs, but like everything is kind of spread out. And then, you know, it was also a huge conference the week before the Super Bowl. Vegas was packed. Like every single place there was to yeah. have food, it was a 40 minute wait. So the problem was I would wait till I was starving and then I couldn't find food. Yeah. And then you're crabby. And then I'm crabby. Um, and like Tyler felt the same way with like alcohol. It's like, you know, Tyler just like wants to like drink some beer. We just wanted to like sit and drink beer somewhere. And like, you can only do that if you're gambling. And I don't always want to be gambling because I don't like to gamble. Yeah. Right. So that was just kind of a lot. Um, but the trip, it, like what I, what, what I went to do was speak at NADA and that itself was fabulous. And I killed my presentation. Like I've never felt so good about a presentation before. Awesome. 
And it was like very like meaty and juicy. Like this one girl showed me, she had like three pages worth of notes. And she's like, my brain's on fire. Wow. And I'm like, oh my God. That's amazing. Really? Yeah, it was amazing. What was, your t- what was your speech about? It was about um, how, it was about building your brand and how dealers can use social media to sell more cars, connect to their audience. And then I also put a big emphasis on the importance of content in your sales process. Mm-hmm. And guys, this is like really like, I mean, it's like pretty high level advanced stuff. I should probably like package it up and sell it in a course to dealers, honestly. But it was yeah, the like premise you don't, you like, don't want to get too, you don't want to get like too granular here. No. And I, How many times did you use the okay, term granular? Shut up. Okay, shut up. <laughs> well, the worst part was, so I used it three times with, in the trip. But I did three different like things on camera or on stage and I use it every single time. And unfortunately, every single thing that it was clipped, it says it's it's the, it's when I use the word granular because it's such a good word. Yeah. Did you get I got so many DMs like up from that automotive news interview where you use granular. It's like the carpoolers know. No, I know. And I'm literally like Googling before my presentation, like synonyms for granular. And you know what? There's just not one. So I say like dive deep. No. Yeah. But like granular means like you're like really like zoom, like zooming in on something and like giving like all the details. Well, that kind of feels like that kind of feels exactly what dive deep kind of means though. Yeah. Yeah. I flew home. I had one day and then we flew to Arizona. In Arizona, so there was like an atmospheric river coming <laughs> from the coast, whatever that means. Of course. And California, California got hammered with rain and it was beautiful last week in Arizona and all of that rain and coldness came straight to Arizona only for a week. It just so happens to be the week that we're here, the week that we've planned for months. And the day that we leave, it's going to go back to beautiful Arizona, um, sunny hot Arizona. It is so cold. You can't even be outside. And like Arizona is like built to be outside. Like this house, everything to do in this house is meant to be outside. So we're a little bit limited. The final straw for me is that St. Louis has had a record high of 75 degrees. It is beautiful weather in St. Louis right now. No, I know. I went to my weather app to check what our weather was going to be like for this week or like yesterday. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's going to be 70 degrees. And then I tracked the location and it was set for home. And here it was like 50 degrees. So that's a bummer. And we it was a direct flight and like Arizona is not hard to get to. But yeah, when you add a child, in your case, three children, that three hour flight becomes like a seven hour flight yeah I mean I only cried once on the flight so that was good and then you know since we've been here I'm really not trying to be like a negative Nancy or like ungrateful and and I but I think I'm also trying to be realistic like this has been tough like my kids are at a very active age right now and they're also all at different ages like this is just the real like with Fred's like newfound like one-year-oldness and like entering like you know a toddler stage it's really put like more of a divide between like George and Hattie and Fred because when Fred's a baby, like he can sleep wherever, he can go wherever, he's so easy. But now it's like, who's going to sit here and nap with Fred and like George and Hattie want to go do something? And like, it's just, mm-hmm. it's it's an exhausting season of my life right now. And then Tyler is sick, ill, bedridden. Yeah, so that doesn't help. So anyway, um, 
that's what we've got going on. So we're very excited to get back to St. Louis, to get back to the routine of our lives and the routine of working and everything. Um, because January, February have been freaking a whirlwind. Yeah. And yeah, they've been a whirlwind. And I am, um, you know, just to keep on whirlwinding, I have to come back from Arizona and then we're like trying to move into our house like ASAP. Oh, yeah. So, it was, you know, to like my one bedroom house. <laughs> um, did you see the 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 thread of comments from our last episode where we talked about your house? Yeah. And people are coming for your neck. People normally, normally I you're on the I'm on the receiving end of like the good stuff. Like I agree with Liz, but a lot of people are like, I disagree with Liz. And that's fine. I it stand is, by what I said. No, 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 no. And I, you have a lot more context than other people. And the thing about Elizabeth and I, though, is we do, like, house-wise, we just don't agree on things at all. Like, I, I know Elizabeth doesn't like this house. She still doesn't really like this house. But it's fine because she loves me and she's supporting me. And she's also right. Like, I, she knows me and I'm going to complain and have multiple panic attacks. I don't have any furniture in this house. And my cou- the couch that I want is a 12-week wait. So, like, she is validated in her concerns. Yeah. Um, however, I think what's going to be fine. I think it's going to be fine. I'm looking at it as it's still so much more square feet than my current house. I don't know how I'm going to be unhappy in it. Well, it will be even more square feet when you don't have any furniture taking you up know, any room either. And, and that's the silver just, lining. That's, maybe I just like need that for a little bit. So <laughs> the house, when we come back, the house should be done being painted. Um, our cabinets should be getting installed soon. The only thing left to do for us is, I mean, I would like to buy a few more light fixtures, but also like we can move in before we do that. But we have to get countertops and countertops are giving me such a pit because they're so it's like do you go quartz do you go quartzite it's just I don't know I think I'm just gonna go quartz it's the cheaper option it's more durable they look the same to me perfect I don't know anything about countertops so no it just depends who you people if you talk to anybody who's like done redone a kitchen ask them about their countertops they're so passionate about it because there's so many options but when I was actually at NADA, we were like walking around the floor and Cambria Quartz was there because I guess they sell like countertops to dealerships. And I was like, oh, like, let me make this about me. And like, let me like, let me have these professionals sell me on why I should do Quartz versus Quartzite. And they sold me on it. Truthfully. Okay, perfect. Now, if there was a Quartzite rep there, they probably also would have sold me. But the Quartz girlies sold me. Sometimes you just got to get sold to feel good about your decision. No, you totally do. And that's one thing that dad taught me when I was selling cars is people don't like to feel taken advantage of. People like to be sold. Yeah, People like to feel <laughs> sold and solidified in a decision. And a good salesperson will help you feel confident in your decision. Yeah. And and then you can so, go and call your, <clears throat> call your friend or your parents or your significant other and say, I bought this and here's the reasons why. And like exactly. a good salesperson lists those reasons why this was a good decision. Exactly. So... That's like the last big to do. And then we're going to move out of our house. Like we're going to move all of our furniture and then we're going to stage our house and list it. I just don't. First of all, I feel very privileged that we've been able to like swing these two mortgages the last couple of months. But I just really can't imagine how hard it would be to sell a house 
to sell my house with all my things in it, with my kids, with, with my crazy schedule. No, totally. You have someone who wants to come for a listing at two o'clock on a Tuesday. Like I can't drop what I'm doing. And I just, I don't think I can do that. No, totally. I also, I like walk through some open houses because you know, I'm always, I'm always looking. Oh, one thing about Liz is she will go, she, she's always looking. Elizabeth is staying alert. I'm always staying alert. I always like to know what's out there. You never know. Um, and if a home is staged, I, I just don't have the creativity to walk into a room and see what I would do with it. Like, I think a home being staged, I have no idea how much it costs. It's about like I, to do my house. It's about $3,000. I imagine you probably get that return. And, and it's the thing of like, it's always available and I think you'll do, sell it faster. Well, and I'm hoping like, you know, like luckily, like our brother's like kind of looking for a house right now too. And the real estate market's like picking back up again. Like he put a bid on a house and there was like several bids on it and he didn't get it. Yeah. So hopefully like I stage it. We, we have the whole to do. We might even like list it slightly under so that we can get a bidding more. I mean, our house is in a very sought after neighborhood for the area. It's not a very big house, but our house is, a, our house is an incredible yard, a three car garage, a finished basement, quartz countertops. No, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Anyway, let's move on to our episode and the things we have to talk about. So we've got a millennial word of the day. We've got some dumpity doodahs. Oh, yeah. And I have industry news. And we have a DTD. So without further ado, it's time for the millennial word of the day where we learn Gen Z slang so we can be less Less lame. lame. We're on different (laughs) wavelengths. Did that sound (laughs) like it was on the same? It was caught up to you? (laughs) No. Okay. Um, so today's word, I've just been hearing Sydney say it a ton, and it's buzzing. Yeah, what is about that? I'm actually loving it, though. Buzzing can really mean anything. It can mean like you're excited about something, like you're feeling something, like you're doing something well, like you're buzzing. He's buzzing. Like when James is having a great time playing with a new toy and he is laughing and he is bouncing and he is having the time of his life Sydney will say he's buzzing he's yeah he's buzzing about it yeah it's um I'm into it you're happy you're excited like I'm kind of buzzing buzzing. I'm buzzing about my countertops exactly yeah no it's a good one we'll definitely be able to use it in today's episode I think so um okay what do you have on your dumpity doodah Oh my gosh, I have a lot, kind of. I know, we just dumped a lot. Well, okay. I just like don't know if I like want to get that deep on this bad audio podcast. I have a whole like rant I want to go on about people doing daily affirmations with their kids, but I don't know if this is the platform for me right now. Wow, I would, I'm like kind of on the edge of my seat though about what your okay. vibes are. <laughs> <laughs> let me just get it. Well, let me just get into it. And Okay. It, it it's by no means giving me the ick and it's by no means I, I just have remember when you were telling me I, th- I don't think we talked about it on the podcast but you were talking about your hunt gather parent book yeah and one of the premises which like this is just you know it's so hard to be a parent because you just there's all this noise and like you're just genuinely trying your best trying to do your best mm-hmm. but one of the things they talked about was you know if your kid brings you a piece of paper or something they drew there's some people that say you shouldn't say, oh my gosh, this is amazing. This is so beautiful. You should say like, oh, tell me about this. Or, oh, it looks like you spent a lot of time on this. If, it, if it's actually not good. Right, right. Because a lot of society is just like, you know, telling kids they're perfect, they're amazing, they're all of these things, and they're not. Right. Positive affirmation, positive affirmation. Yeah, there was that test that was like, 
they had two control experience or experiments and one person said um or like it was a group of kids oh my god dad dad just walked into the room and he's being such a weirdo um and one of the kids well, tell him to like, get on the mic then dad you want to get on the mic do you want to get on the mic Yellow Do you want to? We're recording a podcast right now. Do you have anything you want to say? No. No, he doesn't. Get it finished. Get it finished. I'm okay. Anyway, one of them was like the kids had solved this problem, and one of them were told. One group of them was told, "You're amazing. Like you're so smart." And then the other group was told, "You worked really hard to solve that problem." And then they like did it again, and the ones that were told that they worked really hard to solve that problem like performed better. The second time around. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's an interesting premise and I've been trying to apply it gently. And here, I think it's like, I don't think it's so like black or white. Like, I think you can tell your, your kid you like their picture. Cause I do like their picture. Like, yeah. I, th- I think you can, I, but I think it's just something like keep in the back of your mind. But anyway, you know how like a lot of people on Instagram, like always post about how like they, they do these daily affirmations mm-hmm. with their kids. First of all, I don't really like the posting of it. I think it's a little personal, but <laughs> There was like, you know, the kids are saying, I am kind, I am smart, I am like, I am whatever. And I just think like what I want to be mindful of is like, George, you are so kind. You showed kindness when you did this. Mm. And like, instead of just telling them that they are, because mm. first of yeah. all, first of all, are they? Right. Like, I just like don't know if I want to have my kids like go out into the world and be like, nope, I am so kind because my mom told me so. Well, don't no, really believe so what true. I say. That's, like, that's so true. Just... Or like, I am so smart because I know, like, because, because like George is so smart because he loves to read about animals. So like, I just think like, and I'm not telling other parents what to do. And I think if you do, I think that, 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 that it can be beneficial, but just for me, I want to be super mindful about, I'm not just going to like blow smoke just to tell them I think they're like, they are kind. Like, let's be kind and let me tell you what what you did that was kind. Yeah. And examples of what kindness looks like and not just like go out into the world thinking like I'm kind when that wasn't a kind thing to do. Yeah. Or like I'm smart. It's like, okay, what are you? Exactly. And I just, I think positive affirmations are good, but I think too many positive affirmations are not good. No, I think, yes. And I also think the positive affirmations I am going to give are going to be truthful all the time to my kids. Like, I can tell them, wow, this, I can tell that you put a lot of time into this picture and it's actually like, it's looking really good. I'm okay. I'm, I don't know. I'm kind of rambling. You get what I'm saying. I need to work through it a little bit more. No, it's just, tough. I, I put it on my dump. It's tough. And I, I can't remember if it was the hunt gather parent book, which I literally stopped listening to it just because I like found something else that I want to listen to. Not because I didn't like, like it. I just, I haven't given enough of a shot. I can't remember if it was in that book or another podcast that I heard, but similar, and I might have said this on the podcast, but like a lot of these like studies that have been done about like the human brain um, and like raising kids, a lot of these studies were done only in Western culture. And it's like, this are we Western is, culture? We're Western culture. So it's like, so it's like, this is, I'm going to butcher this, but it's like when, when they're doing these studies, they're not incorporating like all of humanity and like how humans work. Like I think that humans are all probably wired the same, but they're only focused on humans in one culture. And so they're like, well, no, this is how it's supposed to work. And it's like, is that how, is that really how all humans think? Or is that just, we're just, we have a, we have a, such a small, um, 
a small look at humanity. So it's like if you were to take the same test and do it, you know, in another in another culture, another part of the world, would it have performed differently? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so I just think we have like such a tiny, small outlook. And I also think that like every generation of parents are told a different thing. Like I was talking to mom about it. Like totally. I think mom said that during her time, they were like, you have to show positive affirmation. That's the best thing to do for your kids. And so that's what they did. And now that we're parents, we're yeah, then they're, they're, realizing then they didn't that like maybe how we that, turned out. <laughs> yeah. And then we're, we were like, well, maybe that wasn't so great. And anyway, I think that it, that's just how it's going to be. And all you can do is, is do your best. Um, and, and, and I, I, I just think that there's so many, I don't think there's a, there's a hundred percent right way to parent. Oh, no, that's for sure. I I mean, that's for sure. Okay, next thing on my dump is I just, like, place, like, the – I've been looking for Easter outfits for the kids. You know, Easter Easter is so early this year that I'm going to be realistic and I'm going to assume it's going to be 45 degrees and raining. And if it's not, I'm going to be mad at myself. But I found the cutest – Easter outfits for the kids and I got them at the most not I guess it's not that random but I got them at Gymboree okay and they were super affordable and super darling and like I was looking at like you know Bowden or like Cecil and Lou or like crew cuts and I was like I just can't stomach these prices for these Easter outfits and I I got them I got all the kids matching sweaters that have bunnies on them Hattie's has a bow and the boys have bow ties and I, the boys are just going to wear khakis and I got Hattie the matching skirt and they're darling. The thing with kids clothes is when, before I became a mom, I kind of always thought that I was going to like, kind of went like the sad beige baby, like very neutrals, like especially my first baby, like, will I have a girl? Like, I don't want to be so committed to like boy clothes. And just like, I thought I would want like a lot of neutrals, but I just kind of love the obnoxious, kind of ugly, loud, bright, character-filled clothes for for James. So I'm kind of with you. Like, I don't always think you have to go for, like, the aesthetic, like, more expensive, like, brands. And the other other brands, too. I mean, I get a lot of our stuff from, you know, Target, Carter's, on sale, Walmart. So, like... But like you can find the cute stuff there too. But sometimes I'm like, let's, there's only so many years where I can put him in like an obnoxious bunny Easter sweater. Let's do it. Let's, let's do, do it. it. Let's do it. So anyway, I did that. And then the last thing on my dump is I read fourth wing. And you read it so fast. I read it so fast. Uh, it hooked me from the beginning. And I don't know if I... I think I'm going to give it four stars, but I kind of want to get it, give it five stars. But I just, to me, a five-star book is like everyone that I know has to read this book. And I think you would really enjoy Fourth Wing. I don't know if you like have to read it, but it was incredible. And I found this podcast, the Fantasy Fangirls podcast, and they took, they did like a two-hour episode on every five chapters of the book. And they you know, went I love that deep. They went deep and I needed to go deep because my reading comprehension is not up to par, if you will. Like I yeah. could definitely improve my reading comprehension a little bit and it's helping me do that. And I don't know if I'm going to read the sequel. I might like take a break. I have some other things on my reading list, but I'm really excited because I read two books in January. That's huge. A fourth one's a really big book too. I cannot believe you finished that in like a week. I know. Oh, a weekend. A weekend. I read Thursday to Sunday. 
But I read a lot. That's I read crazy. a lot on the planes. I know. Well, you know, I was, I would like, Tyler was like kind of getting mad. We were like on this like trip and I was like, I'm just going to read my book for 30 minutes. But oh you know gosh, what? It was my kid free, it was my kid free trip. You're becoming Chris. And now I'm reading the book, this book called The Social Climber. So I'm, anyway, I'm ready to bring back book club whenever you are. Okay. Well, are you going to finish the book, Kelly? Because there was like some people were kind of mad at you. I don't. Th- I didn't see anything. What everyone thought I was oh, hilarious. No, we actually got like a, a review um, on our podcast, and it was like Kelly didn't read the book and had so many opinions about it. <laughs> well, you got a hate. You got a hate review. That's because I did a hateful thing. I should have probably finished the and, book. But I shouldn't feel and like maybe it. it. Maybe it was me. Maybe it wasn't. But <laughs> I'm kidding. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. But I did agree. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, no, we, I mean, we can bring it back. Okay, well, let's not commit to anything on this low low audio quality podcast, but let's think about it. Okay. I will, um, I'm sorry, listen, if you didn't hear this part of the episode, because if you didn't read the book, we did a book club book for December, like a Christmas one, and then we did our recap, and I didn't listen to like the last two hours of the book, but I thought I could just fudge my way through the recap, which I did, first of all, which I did. But then being the honest, truthful girl I am, at the end of it, I said, hey, by the way, I didn't finish the book. Um, yeah. And I was really, I was really mad because she picked the book and I didn't want, I also didn't want to listen to the last two hours of the book, but I did. <laughs> it okay. was the worst book ever. Because I, because I'm actually honest and truthful and I wasn't going to not finish the assignment. It was more of a social experiment. <sighs> Anyway, um, what do you have for uh, industry news? You don't have anything on your dumps? Um, no, I feel like I kind of just like, I kind of riffed off yours. Yeah, I think you did too. I was going to put this on my dump slash a game, but maybe we'll do this on Thursday's episode. But I want to compare the four car Super Bowl ads and talk about yeah, like, no, for who, sure. like who the winners and losers were. Um, but Super Bowl hasn't yet aired. Yeah, we're going to watch it today. It's Sunday at the time of recording. And I am pulling for the Chiefs. Yeah, I think I am too. I am too. Just because Missouri. Yeah. But anyway, the four, the, the, the one, well, I guess you have already seen these, but go watch these so, you're, so you have context for next week's episode. Um, BMW, yes. Toyota, Wait. Volkswagen, and Kia. Yeah, we're going to listen or we will we will dive deep into those. One thing I do want to talk about, and it has to do with the Super Bowl and primarily Taylor Swift also. I was at a bachelorette party uh, last weekend and we were talking about Taylor. And one, I didn't realize one of my friends thinks it is a PR relationship. She thinks it's a total hoax. And she was honestly so just like... She's a, she's she is Taylor Swift's biggest fan. Like she loved Taylor Swift, but she's like, "There's no way this is real. This is all a hoax." Like she's kind of a conspiracy theorist about it. And one of my friends was like, "Just come to the other side. It is so much happier over here. Just be happy for the situation. Don't think it's just just even if you think it's a hoax, just be happy for it. Think it's real. It, it's the light is so much brighter over on this side of the aisle. And that's all I have to say about the people who are like." This is foot. This is the NFL, not Taylor Swift's time to shine. Blah 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 blah. Like the people who are so nasty and negative about it. If you're just, if you just come to the other side, it's a lot happier. You'll be a lot happier instead of just constantly hating on Taylor Swift for doing yeah. nothing wrong. 
No, I am now a Swifty. Like the way that I'm so excited for this like Poet Society album to come out because I just I don't even like her music that much. I just like being a part of something. Yeah. And I feel like I'm a part of this. And to me, the biggest questions about Taylor Swift though is like, what is with her outfits? Like, can someone get this girl a better stylist? Her Grammys look was tough. I I thought that like her outfits to the to all the games have been fun and cute. I've well, not yeah. been mad about them. No, no, no. I've been mad about those, but like I just am like I don't know. I just think to be like the number one pop star in the world and like not have a sleigh every single time, it just feels it feels relatable, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> relatable. Yeah. yeah. Um anyway, very excited about Super Bowl, Mike and Buffalo Chicken Dip. Cultivating Vibes in Arizona. Tyler's better today. We're going to have fun. Today's episode is brought to you by Caraway Home. Have you seen the internet viral Caraway cookware? Caraway Home has a huge selection of beautiful, aesthetically pleasing pots and pans. I ended up getting the cream with the silver handles and I am obsessed. They have a ton of colors though. It was actually so hard to pick which one I wanted, but I am so happy with my decision. And just when you think it can't get any better with their beautiful, aesthetically pleasing look, Caraway products are made without any toxic materials and are coated with ceramic for easy cooking. They are so popular and going viral on the internet, but don't just take my word for it. Over 65,000 people have rated five stars about their Caraway kitchen. Now it's time to try it for yourself with an exclusive 20% off discount for the Carpool crew. Visit carawayhome.com slash carpool to take advantage of this limited time offer for up to 20% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive for our listeners and it won't last long. So visit carawayhome.com slash carpool. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. And today's episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. You guys, we are Rocket Money stands because you know what they do? They take all of your subscriptions, put it in one easy place, and then you can actually see where your money is going because I don't want my last three transactions to be all subscriptions that I'm not even using. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and it can even help lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has, and has helped save its members on an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Everyone's going subscription-based. The cars are going subscription-based. The tech is going subscription-based. And when I logged on to Rocket Money for the first time and it loaded all my subscriptions, I saw that we we were paying for some services from the car. It was like a scanner app that we had used to like scan one thing. And it was taking like $9 a month out of my account. I don't even know how long I've been paying on it for. Makes me sick to my stomach to think about, but with Rocket Money, I was able to find it and cancel it. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash carpool. That's rocketmoney.com slash carpool. Rocketmoney.com slash carpool. Okay, are you ready for industry news where I spill the hot tea going on in the auto industry? I am. Okay, I have two stories. Um, The first is from Business Insider, and this is kind of crazy. It says a Rivian R1T blew through steel guardrails, reflecting safety experts' warning about heavier, heavy vehicles and even heavier EVs. A Rivian R1T with a curb weight of 7,100 pounds tore through a steel guardrail at 60 miles per hour. The crash test highlights safety experts' concerns about the faster and heavier EVs. The average new car is getting heavier and may pose some risks to surrounding environments. So you can Google this video. It is, it cuts through this guardrail like a hot knife in butter. 
it is oh my gosh spooky and you know the whole point of guardrails is like to keep to stop the vehicle keep you safer and keep you from harming anybody else oh it flew it flew right through it Oh my gosh. Now, I think like kind of like Rivian's kind of getting a bad rap because like, it was a Rivian that they did, but I think this could apply to like, I mean, how much does an expedition weigh before, you know, before I like freak out? Wow. Okay. An expedition only weighs 5,500 pounds. That can't be right. Yeah, that's right. 5,500 pounds for an expedition. That's crazy. So like, what do we do? I mean, it's just like we need to find a PR person for these electric vehicles because someone's working against them, and it's not just me. Yeah. I'm just worried about them. But anyway, the fun fun part is, though, I am getting a Rivian R1S as my press car at the end of the month, and I'm jazzed about it. I don't think it's – I wouldn't like – I don't think it's like a reason not to buy one yet if you've determined it's the right car, but I just do think it's another – it's another thing to think about. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, you can also, also a heavier vehicle, though, I mean, then, then it's just, it gets kind of like morbid and dark because it's like, well, a heavier vehicle, if you hit something, like, it's, you're, you're going to probably be okay. But yeah. that's, I mean, but, but that's not, uh, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, the guardrails are protected to keep everyone else safe, you know? Yeah. It's, it's like, I could also put like spikes on my car to keep me more safe, but like, that's not that, like, that's not what you're supposed to do. No. Like it, it, we're just, supposed. Yeah. Go watch the video. It was crazy. Yeah. Okay. Was crazy. This was the biggest thing to come out of the Chicago auto show. Kind of sad. We missed the Chicago auto show. Kind of yeah. fine with it because I think like this was it. 2025 Kia Carnival first look hybrid power and all the connectivity. I did not know a hybrid carnival was on the docket? How? I, they must have been keeping this under wraps. I was... It was not on my bingo card. That's for sure. Yeah. It was not on my bingo card. I'm obsessed? No, I'm I think obsessed. it's awesome. So it went through a mid-cycle refresh for the... 20, for the or it will go through a mid-cycle refresh for the 2025. It looks... I actually think it looks better. I think it looks even more like an SUV. They kind of like redid the front grille a little bit. I think it mm-hmm. looks actually really good. And they are doing, it's going to have four trims and it's going to have a hybrid. It's not a plug-in hybrid. It's like an active hybrid. Okay. I am incredibly curious what the MPG is. Cause you know, I'm driving the Sienna right now here in Arizona and, you know, you're in like 35 MPGs. Yeah. yeah. So we will see. But yes, I'm very, very excited. I know. I can't wait to see one and drive one and like see they needed. Have they had like a refresh since it came out? No. Yeah. So that's always exciting. And like for Kia, that's like a long time. Because, you know, Kia loves to make a headline. Oh, they love to just throw stuff out there. They love to. Yeah. So I'm very excited. We'll see you at New York. And the Hyundai Santa Fe just like kind of keeps making waves. Like they've hit the dealer lots, which it's very interesting. We we got invited to the first drive event in March, but you know, I can't like possibly stomach another trip. So we are, but the, the, the dealer lots already have them. So we're going to do a Hyundai Santa Fe tour as soon as we get back. I know. I'm so excited. People are obsessed. I, I've, I'm really excited to see one in person because you don't like it. I'm not mad at it. Don't poison my mouth. I, First impressions, you don't like the look. 
of it, first impressions. First impressions, I don't like the look of it, but I do think it, I know this sounds crazy. I think it looks different in person than it does on a picture. Because even when I've seen videos yes. of it, I'm like, oh, yes. okay. I just think the, the somehow some of the pictures look crazy. But we'll see. I think people are excited about it. And I think people are just, what's making it kind of controversial is it's a lot more expensive, but it has a third row now. So are like, are we right. comparing it to like the old Santa Fe? Or are we comparing it to like a three row SUV? Because like it's about well, 10 grand less than a Palisade. But I think I think it depends on how the third row is. Totally. Is it usable or not? Totally. So we'll have to, we and all of that, we will be putting to the test. Okay, well, Liz, um, let's move on to our dish to the drive through because Tyler's about to take the kids to the park and I want to go with them. Okay, wait, I have an advice question I wanted to do. Okay. Okay. This comes from Jen. She says, hi, Kelly and Liz. I've been following you since the beginning and now I'm so excited to be a car mom now too. I'm seven weeks pregnant today and have a few questions. Congratulations. That's amazing. How do you keep yourself from not worrying all the time that something bad will happen? I started spotting today and didn't want to spiral and think the worst every day. And then her second question is, well, let's answer that one first. I had the same question for you when I first got pregnant because when you get pregnant for the first time, you are on edge. You're on edge. Like you think the worst, you think something's always going to go wrong. You're Googling. I, here's actually some advice. Here's what I did. Um, I was Googling so frequently, Googling everything, every symptom all the time. Googling symptoms I didn't, didn't even have. So much to the fact that I said, okay, anytime that I am feeling like I went to Google something, I did not allow myself to do that. And I had to say a prayer instead until like that wash of like anxiety and need to Google went away. Yeah. So that's something I did. But what, what's some advice do you have for that, Cal? I, well, first of all, I think that's really tactical advice, like something that you can actually do. Um, I think the thing with being a mom is you, for the rest of your life, are never going to stop worrying. Yeah. And I think like there's just some comfort in actually knowing it doesn't get any better when they're out. No, <laughs> it doesn't. And mom told me that when I was like, when I was having anxiety, I was like, oh, like I just like, I want to like have this baby. It's like, I know that they're here and like everything's fine. And she's like, Kelly, the second that baby comes out, all you're going to, all you're going to want to do is put them back in and keep them safe. And you're like, I know. right. So I think it's just finding like, you know, some of, my, some of the best advice I ever got was from my sister-in-law. Best advice in the world. And she goes, it doesn't ever get easier, but you get better at dealing with it. Mm-hmm. And that is the best advice ever. It never yeah. gets easier. Yeah. It never gets easier. I'm a lot better at dealing with things like that now. Yeah. Yeah, everything, once you have a, a baby involved, and especially when they come out too, it's like the world becomes a scarier place. Like everything, you just like look at everything so differently. And so like ultimately your feelings, Jen, are validated and fair and we all go through it. Um, so how do you deal with it? You pray and you know that um, that 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 you're, <laughs> you know, that you'll, you'll get through it and you'll get better at handling it. Yeah. But that's all we've got. And her second question real quick is she has a 2017 Hyundai Elantra. She thinks this would be fine for one kid, but they live in New Hampshire and her husband is worried about safety and bad weather conditions. Any thoughts on if we should keep this or get a new one? 
Um, I, I think it's fine. I wouldn't, I wouldn't get a new car. I mean, it's 2017 Elantra. I'm sure it has like some good, some good tech on it, some good crash prevention. Um, if it's like weather related conditions and you want to make sure you're safer, I think maybe, you know, investing in like some winter tires, like for the colder months or like the icier months could give you some peace of mind. And ultimately I would just focus on spending a lot of time, um, researching and picking out the car seat, you know, I feel like CPSCs are always like so scared to like say one car seat is safer always over the other, which I get. And like the super messed up part about car seats is crash data on the car seats actually isn't released. So like actually no one has any idea which car seat performed the best. We just know they all pass standards, which is like kind of messed up. But yeah. what you can do is you can one, make sure it's installed properly. The child is harnessed properly, but you can look for like mm, extra safety features so like i really like the Kleckling because it has a load leg and a load leg is an added safety feature so although i don't know if a load leg performed better than a non-load leg i can make the assumption well if it doesn't have a load leg and the load leg helps the load leg might might have performed better right it's like super messed up though that like we don't know yeah. so you know maybe like an infant seat with like some some with some extra like maybe it's a rebound bar or a load leg or just you know some extra like clickbaity features yeah for sure Good advice. Okay, Cal, what is our, now it's time for a dish to the drive-thru where we give you an easy dinner recipe to mix it up to get you out of your dinner rut. Did you have one? Did you have one? Um, I have one. It's not okay. a very, first of all, LOL, people are dying at Doug's dish to the drive-thru being chicken nuggets. <laughs> and like when you listen, when you listen back to it, he's like, okay, so I did the majority of the cooking in my house and I've really thought about this a lot. I'm on the edge of my seat. I'm thinking he's going to drop a freaking bomb. I know. But it's that like, just goes, Dino chicken nuggets. <laughs> We're like, wow. Oh. <laughs> hey, we've never was, used that one. To be fair, we've never used that to one be fair, before. He's right. No, but to be fair, he's right. Anyway, yeah. mine's not really even a recipe. Mine's actually not even a thing. It's more of a concept or an idea. Okay. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> well, I had just, with all this travel, I was getting incredibly creative with like what I could be putting in the kitchen. Now dad's in my room. Dad, Hattie's messing up the audio. Close the door. Oh my gosh, this man. Oh, what's I even saying, Elizabeth? <laughs> your 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 concept oh. of a recipe. <laughs> anyway, I've just been really using what I have lately. And I made buttered noodles the other night. <sighs> so buttered noodles is the digital drive-thru? The ditch the drive through is just scavenge. Give yourself a scavenge night. It's kind of fun. No, it's very fun. And it's kind of like, remember how we talked about a while ago, like the feed yourself, like you feed your toddler kind of vibes? Yeah. And it's like buttered noodles, carrots, an apple slice, a cheese stick. Okay. Balanced. Balanced. And just like scavenge for a night. And you'll feel so good. And it's like the epitome of like, we have food at home. You do. You do. And not everything has to be an incredible meal. And sometimes you just need to feed your body. And also back to what Nighttime Kitchen says, because we haven't brought her up this episode yet. <laughs> what does she say? Dinner also doesn't always have to be your fabulous meal. Yes. Make yes. a great breakfast. Make a fun lunch. Scavenge for dinner. 
scavenge. Everyone scavenge one night this week. I'll be scavenging because you think I'm going to no. be able to go to the grocery store when I get back from Arizona? No, we'll Every, be scavenging. Everyone scavenge and tag us in whatever just like unhinged random meal you make. And some of you might be like scavenged and made this incredible meal that I never would have thought of. And no, some of you might just have like a shark. Some of you might have a charcuterie board of a cheese stick, a cucumber, and like some deli meat. And no, like that might be your dinner. Us moms, and I've talked about this before, us moms really missed the marketing genius of girl dinner. Because actually, girl dinner, you know what I call girl dinner? Like an amazing meal. Try mom dinner. Try a mom lunch. And then get back to me. Have you ever had a half-eaten applesauce pouch before? Mom dinner. <laughs> And a, ch- and a chicken nugget. <laughs> and, a ch- and a cold chicken nugget. <laughs> and a half a teething wafer. Mom dinner. I've done that. Mom dinner. I've done that. Been there, done that. Um, okay, well, cool. Well, that kind of that kind of turned around. Everyone tag us in your scavenge and your scavenged girl dinner this okay. week. Um, and with that, that's our episode. We will Thank be goodness. back to normal recording come Thursday. And trust me, I will not be leaving again for a while because I don't like to travel. And this did not help my distaste of traveling. Anyone was wondering. Get me home. Thank you so much for listening to the Carpool Podcast. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed riding with us, tell everybody you know. There's room in the car for everyone.